I know it didn't sound like I was ready because I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what's this going on? But anyway, we're all good. I'm I'm now 15 minutes out of bed. Yeah. Hello, Internet. Welcome to Say Report Junior, a podcast you should be listening to, subscribe to, and downloading every week. I am one of your host companions, Zach Zarowick. And I am your other host companion, Dale Decker. There's such a difference. Oh man, I'm so sleepy. I shouldn't say sleepy. I just am, I'm just waking up. Um, <clears throat> we had a massive, massive windstorm all last night that kept me awake. Me so, too. To, like roll out of bed. Ugh. It was awful. My cat was in my room, and then she was like crying to get out. So I let her out, and then I could not get back to sleep because of how much wind, and just terribleness there was outside things were like blowing around in my i was afraid something was gonna come through my window right like and that's so like a... i was on guard <clears throat> and I'm, like... that's the thing i sleep with like youtube white noise videos basically playing a lot mm -hmm. so like when do you think would be like right up there to help me fall asleep but instead all i could think was when do i hear a crash when do yeah, i hear exactly. a thing come falling off when does something break exactly and it was uh we had um we have like a grill i don't know if it was the grill or if it was our fire pit but something metal started like definitely tipped over i think during i don't i couldn't really tell when i looked outside but I'm pretty sure something metal flipped over last during this whole windstorm. And I'm like, that, thank God, that's not lighter. <laughs> it can't go up <laughs> two stories. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, how you been? I've been good. Uh, uh, <clears throat> a, lot of, a lot of stuff. I it's finally... been actually a week since we recorded, right? Because we did Friday last week, too. No, we did not do Friday because I was in Virginia. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so it's been a week and a half. So it's been yes, a, week and a lot a half. has happened. Uh, we definitely recorded on Tuesday, I think, last week. Yep. I was like the week so, before. Yeah. It all blends together it now. It all blends together. Oh. No, uh, it's been very eventful. I finally got to go see movies, as you've heard probably from Devin. <laughs> yay, movies. Uh, yay, movies. Um, some devastating things happened in my Let's Go Eevee Nuzlocke. So I've heard. Devastating, and I haven't gone back because I just am so afraid. <laughs> um, Halloween was good. I don't know where to start. I don't. I don't know where. Where would you like me to start? I feel uh, like. Hmm. I mean, we could start with the movie. Yeah, like, okay, chronologically. Chronologically, it's the movies, right? Then let's do the movies first. All right. So last weekend. Uh, and um, you can hear Devin talk about this as well on um, the on Say Report. But last weekend, <laughs> we went to a uh, video game, like Speed Gaming Live kind of. It was, it was Speed Gaming Live, but it was a video game competition and in Virginia. And while we were there, we got to uh, see, like, two movies because our hotel was in the same plaza as a AMC. Nice. And, like, I would go to Virginia again. Just, just to stay in that specific plaza, because there was there was like everything you needed. There was a movie play. There was a movie theater. There was a really nice like place called Shard. Like um, it's kind of like a barbecue um, smoky version of Five Guys. Oh, you did say Chard. Yeah. Okay. So it's a it's a burger place and you they it's you know they have it's more on the barbecue side of like how a barbecue joint would be um but it was 
the best, and I'm sad that they are not around here, but literally but, would go to Virginia for that. Um, but yeah, it was a really nice plaza, but we got to go see movies there. Um, this plaza sounds like a like re- like when a resort is put in a country where it's like, oh yeah, you go to the resort and you never leave the resort because yeah. everything that you need is right in the resort. So Pretty you never much. go out of, so you never leave and see what the rest of the place is like. It's like, yeah. I, I went to a plaza in Virginia. I don't know what Virginia looks like, but this plaza is nice. Yeah. Like, it was pretty, I mean, legit. Like, that's basically what it was. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only place that we really went to in Virginia was the other hotel that the event was happening at. So it was like these two areas. And that hotel was completely secluded, like nothing around it except for highway and maybe a gas station and maybe yeah, like, like an eating area. That but sounds like, like the uh, type of hotels I saw when I was driving across the country yeah. where you just hit the first thing that comes up on the freeway. Exactly. Um, it definitely is the the more like this is your one night to stay here scenario, whereas like the one that we stayed at was, you know, for a full length, maybe like a business. Like a three-day Like a three-day weekend, day weekend yeah. kind of thing. Uh, because even outside of the plaza, there was places, there was um, a giant, which was a stop and shop. It was just, I think it was just called Giant Marketplace. But it then said in very tiny letters, stop, uh, stop and, shop. and shop. Oh, God, that's like but, when Starbucks takes over so like an weird. independent coffee shop, where it's just like, oh, yeah, come to Bru- come to come to Tammy's Brews yeah. oh, underneath it just says a Starbucks, Starbucks. company. Yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. So like there was a, there's a stop and shop right down the street. There was other like fast food places. So it was a really nice area that we stayed in. Um, I went to, th- so th- this is, we'll get to the movies soon, but I need to tell, talk about some of the Virginia stuff and Washington stuff. Um, <clears throat> but so <laughs> Pokemon Go I've been very into and tapped into Pokemon Go this month because it's a Halloween special gotta you know, get, event. Gotta get that Pikachu making fun of Mimikyu. Yeah, and and the Charmander <laughs> making fun of Cubone. Oh, God, they're all so cruel. They're all so, like... They're not I, actually making fun of they're them. They're not making fun of them. It just looks like they are. They're just wearing, <laughs> they're wearing spooky costumes. Oh, much man. like how we would, like, technically people who dress up as vampires... Like, that's kind of cruel oh, in its own sense. Oh, my sense. God. Does Clefairy wear Gengar makeup? Is that offensive? I don't I don't. Is that like know. Ghostface? I don't know. I'm not going there. <laughs> we are not going there on this, on this chipper morning. We are not going there. But the only one that I thought wasn't, like, offensive was Squirtle. Because I'm like, oh, it's your mask. Your mask is a ghost that carries a mask around. And then I found out that the mask that... The Yamask carries was the face of itself when it was alive, uh, and it cries to uh, it sometimes. Ghost Pokemon, ghost Pokemon and are I'm so like, fucked up. And I'm like, oh, Yamask. First of all, new favorite. <laughs> Yamask is. <laughs> I love it. Give it a sad enough backstory, and oh, that's Dale's new favorite. <laughs> because it's like I need to love you. You need my love. You need to be my best friend. Uh... Pokemon, but um, yeah, so. Very, very intact with Pokemon Go this month, um, even though I haven't gotten nearly as much as I would want to. But anyways, it's all digital. It doesn't matter anyways. But it so 
Hey, hey, hey now, some of us live in digital. Don't tell me that. No, I'm saying, okay. well, I'm saying Pokemon. <laughs> They're not real. They're, the Pokemon aren't real. I don't get to hold them. Um, unless I buy the plush and then, like, make sounds. I anyway. don't know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, but Starbucks is, like, a, one of the sponsors of Pokemon Go. So, and I never noticed this before, but when you click on a Go- Pokemon Go stop, um that is a Starbucks on the top, it says, ask your, ask your Starbucks about the Pokemon Go Frappuccino. Oh, God. Now, I did not know this was a thing, never noticed it before. I read it out loud to Devin, and he looked at the picture, he goes, yeah, it looks like it's a purple drink, and I'm like, you know, I never put that together. But so I went to the Starbucks. I've seen the purple drink. Yeah, but I thought the purple drink was, like, the unicorn drink that they had. Right. That doesn't exist anymore. And then there was also, like, a magic um, crystal ball. There was, like, a crystal ball drink that they had that was also kind of purple, I think. And so, but those are limited. This seems like it's an ongoing thing. But I went, (laughs) I'm like, I'll try it. I'm in Virginia. What do I have to lose? And, um, (laughs) go go to the Starbucks, which I don't frequent starbucks at all i don't really know how to order there i'm just like coffee yeah thanks um but i go up to the guy and i'm like do you guys have a pokemon go frappuccino and i don't think he heard me correctly and he was like you mean like a like a like a mocha like a mochaccino like and i'm like no like a pokemon go He's like, well, we could do like a white mocha and a, a frappuccino with white mocha. I could try that. And I'm like, sure. Yep. We'll just do that. And it was delicious. But I don't think it was. I, I don't so I'm on, think. I'm on Starbucks secret menu.com. Okay. Sorry. Dot net. More official. Thank you. Uh, Starbucks Pokemon Go Frappuccino off the C- Starbucks secret menu. It says on here. That might actually just be the renaming their fans, okay. uh, renaming their website. Who knows? Okay. Uh, and it just says drink will be integrated into the game and featured at select locations listed as Pokestops and gyms, and approximately seventy-eight hundred stores will be participating. Yeah. Uh, while you while you won't see the Pokemon Go frap on the actual menu, an image of the drink will appear when you tap on Starbucks in the game. But like most Starbucks secret menu beverages, even the limited edition ones, anyone can order it. So it could just be that this guy just didn't get didn't, the memo. Didn't get the memo. Or it could. Sometimes. Well, it could be the uh, Starbucks. One of the Starbucks one of the that Starbucks not participating. Don't participate. But it it was it seemed like he just didn't know. I, I don't think he heard me. That's the thing because Starbucks's Starbucks's Starbucks eye, Starbucks is very <laughs> loud. Like Starbucks's is. Starbeaks. Starbeaks? Starbeaks. I'm okay with that. <laughs> now it's a Pokemon. They- Starbeaks. <laughs> Damn it. No. Um, they're very loud. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah. The, like, I. The bars of coffee. Yeah. Because well, with, the, with the people waiting and talking and, like, enjoying their day, which, good, happy for you. But then you also <laughs> have, like, the expression machines that are very loud, which I've worked with an expression machine. It is, and I know that you work with an espresso machine now. Like that steam and that milk just—they're freaking loud. The worst thing was at Rick. Uh, I worked in the cafe for like one semester, two semesters, and we had a cappuccino machine or an espresso machine, 
and you had to we had to learn how to like foam up the milk and that went wrong all the time that was students that was bad and like none of us were trained baristas or anything like that so there was milk flying everywhere but that steamer is just the loudest thing ever (laughs) so like trying to talk over that and saying pokemon go like uh, it was just a weird situation also to make it weirder our or because i i got something for Devin too and he was just like waiting in the back our order came up they yelled they they called dale whatever so i grabbed one drink and then i grabbed another drink that un unbeknownst to me was in the like to go area Oh, the mobile pickup thing. I think so, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's where it was. Oh, it should be in very separate so, places from where you give so, your cop your regular orders out. That's all I'm so, saying. So, that's the only explanation I have as to, like, why it was there. So, I grab both of them. I'm like, oh, it's weird that they're on different levels of the, of the pickup window, but okay. So, I walk over and bring it over to Devin, and, and I'm drinking mine. And Devin looks at it. He goes, this says John. So, I'm like... I just took it back and like, you can't really sneak it. Oh, damn! Like, I was really hoping you were gonna say I just put it back on the thing. Well, I did. Oh. <laughs> but I like, I was like, I'm gonna. Not mine. There you go. I'm just like, I'm gonna try and sneak it back on the thing. But there's a wall of people who I'm like in front of, and it, and it reminded me of a. <laughs> So in middle school, there was a project we had to do, and it was fucked up. And, like, when something like this happens, it always reminds me of this project. But it was, like, um, it was a science class project thing, right? Where it was observational. It was stuff, like, to learn about observation. And (laughs) we, it it was weird because it was each class had to do it. And certain people from other classes would get selected as the people who would come in and actually do the action. So I was one of these people one time. And (laughs) it was you. I got pulled out of class. Me and this other person. I don't remember who it was. But we got pulled out of class. And we were told, listen, next science period, you are going to go to... Um, the science classroom and act like you need to get a signature from the teacher, right? And then they go, now one of you is going to be getting the signature. One of you is going to steal something off of the whiteboard. And I, it was either like an eraser or um, the this like spray or Oliver like a marker. Twist was taught, by the way. This oh. is the, this is pickpocketing <laughs> 101 is what you're doing. Yeah, it was basically that. So I don't know. Let's, <laughs> let's say it was an eraser. So my job was to be the, the stealer, was to be the person who took the eraser. And <clears throat> the oh. class was drawing like uh i think they were trying to draw out the whiteboard or draw out the room i don't remember exactly but they had to like come up to the board every now and then and take a good look at again let's say the eraser i don't remember what it was exactly but they had to get a good look at the eraser so they could get the details down and the they 
there was no good opportunity for me to grab it. So I'm like trying to hover over it and I'm like trying to block it, but like not seem too obvious. And finally, like the person, the person I was with was like taking too quick of a time too. So I'm like, all right, I just need to grab it. So I grabbed it, but I grabbed it at this time where another one of my one another one of the classmates in the actual class was staring at the eraser. <laughs> and the two of us just locked eyes and I just turned around and left the room. Dale, what like... you just described, what you just described <laughs> is a hitman level. <laughs> it's an untitled goose game challenge. <laughs> What you just described was that you lived a video game and your sneak was not like you you were wearing the you weren't wearing the right armor that didn't give you the sneak bonus. Like you didn't get you didn't catch the pattern of the NPCs to figure out when the sneak. But so so then so, so then the class would ha- had to like draw out who they thought stole the eraser. I got drawn by all of my classmates. And it was like just the funniest. It is it is so vivid like the the just look that what? me and this kid shared as I, I wish, just I wish that had ended. Eraser. I wish that had ended with you yelling smoke bob and running out of the room. <laughs> no. And I was just I was so disappointed. But like that's any time I have to like sneak something or I need to like put something back that's what my mind goes to is seventh uh, grade me tr- me being tasked and told you need to steal this thing um and I like to say I got I have gotten better <laughs> no I'm only kidding I don't I don't With my years of practice my years of pit pocketing <laughs> no 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 I do not do that um but no oh. but it was so I like walk up in front of this wall of people and I just place it back down, walk back to Devin, and then they call my name again. The single best part of that... And I have to go get Devin's drink. The single best part of that is that anybody that spends enough time at Starbucks knows that that probably happens like every 10 minutes, and all you had to do was put it down and go, oh, I'm sorry, I thought this was my other one, and no one would care. I bet you no one even noticed or cared that you put it down again and walked away, because no one's paying attention to anybody. Well, they're all on their phones. That's the other thing, which was like really weird, because we also saw Jexy. One of the movies we saw was Jexy, and there's a whole big scene where... They go order. Um, Adam Devine goes and orders a coffee, pays with his phone, and then everybody in like a huddled group is just on their phone. And I'm like, oh, thank God, phones worked in my favor this time. But yeah, <laughs> it was just so funny. Um, but yeah, to the movies. Let's let's move on to the movies. Let's all go um, to the movie. I got nothing. No, I could, that's all the energy I had for that's that. Okay. Anyway, that's okay. I have a quick question. Did Devin tell the Arlington story? God, I don't remember. I don't remember. He broke down Jexy, and they talked about Joker a lot. So mm-hmm. I don't think Arlington so came up. Probably not. <clears throat> All right. Before we get to the movies, I'm also going to share this story of how we almost got ticketed in Arlington oh, Cemetery. Oh no, this is not a story he told. Yeah. Okay. In so, the cemetery. In the cemetery. Okay. Yep. So. <laughs> I'm also going to talk about the fact that I will never be able to hear Arlington and not think about Arlen from King of the Hill ever my entire life. I'm sorry. I will confuse them forever. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, so we went to Arlington Cemetery uh, to visit my 
father's parents' graves. And um, <clears throat> so we have a uh, family pass, which allows us, you know, to drive into the cemetery and get to the graves. Oh, yeah, because so, Arlington's, like, super important. So, like, they have to be, like, super secure about oh, that. Yes. I was about to feel like, I was just thinking, I was like, you need passes to go into a cemetery? But yeah, it's Arlington. It's, it's Arlington. Yes, so it's, yeah. it's very, <clears throat> it's all military bases, all of that. So, yeah. um, very, very serious. And so we, we were driving around trying to find the plot that the graves are at. But we were stopping at, like, we stopped at two places. We stopped at JFK's, JFK's grave. Which, it's just amazing the amount of uh, disrespect people can have in those kind of situations, too. Where it's like, you're in a cemetery, you are in a military cemetery, and you're just, like, being super loud, super obnoxious, you know, fighting over to take the picture of JFK's grave, which, like, that felt weird, and it was just like, it's just... And, like, there's school groups coming through, which it's, I mean, it's interesting to see the amount of people there, but it's also, like, kind of feels dirty in this weird way. Yeah. Um, but, so, like, that that was a weird scenario, but seeing JFK's grave was interesting, and uh, seeing the internal, the eternal flame that, you know, it never goes out. That's what, that's what eternal means. Sorry, I didn't need to explain that. But... Um, seeing the eternal flame was really cool and it was it was just you know that cemetery is it takes your breath away because it's just there's so many graves and it's, it just makes you think about what our country has done and how like what has happened in our country and and beyond and uh it makes you makes you really think um but then after jfk's grave we went to the tomb of the unknown soldier and which do you know what that is or yes i, mean, okay. I have a vague understanding of what i mean it's just the it's the monument for like when we don't get bodies back and stuff right well so so what it is the this story like you know <clears throat> quick and dirty is basically they um after it was uh world war 1 world war 2 vietnam and korea or korea and vietnam um they took four caskets of unknown that who whose bodies were un, unidentified. We don't know who the soldiers are. Uh, they took one of the caskets out of four of them and placed it in this tomb in Arlington. Um, so there are there are three caskets there currently because the one that was taken from um, Vietnam they they actually identified the soldier's oh. body. So they were taken out of the the tomb. So basically there are three there's one from World War One, World War Two, and Korea. And then there's a big tomb um that is empty to like be a representation of, you know, all of the soldiers that aren't identified and and we don't know who they are, but you know, they still sacrificed so much to save our to, to save the country and all of that. So um it's a Again, another breathtaking area. Like, it's very... It's somber and, you know, sad, but... And you and you look at the crowd of people, and it's, like, it's veterans who are just sitting there, like, paying their respects, and it's family members and all of that, and it's, it's really, like, an emotional scene. And so we 
we stayed there for the changing of the guard because there is a guard who walks 21 steps um, every maybe like three minutes, three, like five seconds. It was very quick. It's a very quick succession kind of thing. They maybe, they maybe stand still for like three to five minutes, um, maybe less, and then they walk 21 steps and then stand again. Um, and so there's a changing of the guard and Devin and my dad had walked back to our car, which our car was parked in an area that said authorized vehicles only. <laughs> Whoops. But we thought that since we had a pass, it that that meant the that authorization, it meant the authorization, like it was like yeah. oh, only people with passes can park here. So we we're like, OK, so we'll park here. And my dad and Devin went to the car. My mom and I were standing up at the tomb. And I was like, I really want to see the changing of the guard. Um, so we'll let them, they'll rest over by the car and we're going to stay here. It's about like a 20 minute um, changing right. because right. there is a captain who, or a commander, um, commanding officer or captain, I don't remember his rank, but uh, who has to check the next guard. <clears throat> so check his gun, check his, like, make sure that it's clean, make sure that his um uniform is clean make sure it's in order uh so that whole process takes about 15 minutes and then they have to actually change the guard and that makes another like five ten minutes i don't know but it's a very long process and it's silent completely silent now change of the guard starts and the new guard gets right in front of where my mom and I are, and my mom's phone's ring. Phone rings. Now, like I said, it's dead quiet. It is silent. You can hear a pin drop. So my mom's phone rings, and it is so loud. And so she just turns it off because she's like, "Oh my god." We watch the change of the guard. Turn on her phone. Look at my phone, and it's Devin saying, "You need to get back to the car. We're getting ticketed." And we get back to the car, and there were two cops there. And thankfully, my dad had started talking to them about baseball and, like, was just playing very innocent of the whole thing and being like, we, I mean, we didn't know. Like, it's not like he really had to play innocent. We were, we were innocent. We did not know what it meant to have an authorized thing. And it was just, it was so funny. It was so funny, and the cops were like, you know, you can't, it's an old, it's an old pass, you can't, we get that, but you can't tour the grounds anymore. They've really, like, taken it serious, where it's, you can only go to your family member's plot, and that's it. And we were like, okay, we're sorry, and we just got in the car, we started laughing, because it's like, if we got ticketed in Arlington Cemetery, that, I mean, it's a story in itself, that, that. Goes on, that that feels like the sort of thing that goes on, like, like if you were in school, it would go on your permanent record mm -hmm. thing. It's like someone's got a file somewhere in the, yep. like, in, like, Congress. That's like people who, got, people who got ticketed at Arlington, because yep. why? Yep. <laughs> yeah, but it was just so, it was very, it was very funny, but, yeah, that, that cemetery <clears throat> is incredible. Um, but, yeah, so I just wanted to share that, because... It was very funny <laughs> and, like, and really awkward. Somber, just, somber, somber. Yes. Yeah. Like, it was, it was so bad. And, like, I was taking a video because I wanted a video of the chaining of the guard. 
where I was taking a video, and all that is on the video is the guy, wa- the the officer walking, and then my mom's phone ringing, and then it cuts because Devin tried calling me, but I did not see that he was calling me because I wasn't looking at my phone. I was actually watching the changing of the garden. I just had my phone recording. So I didn't get anything but my mom's phone ringing. <laughs> and it's just like, we have that forever. Wonderful. We have that documented Absolutely forever. wonderful. Yeah. But um, movies are great. <laughs> are they? Yeah. Sometimes they're okay. Sometimes they're I heard Jexy love... was very good. Jexy is very good. So the five <laughs> movies that I saw last weekend. Yeah, I had some catching up to do, Zach. Um, so we saw Jexy, Gemini Man, Maleficent, and Mistress of Evil. Um, I, on the way home from Virginia, watched uh, Our Souls at Night on Netflix with my dad. And then we saw Joker. So those were the five movies that we saw. Jexy, real quick, Jexy, fantastic. I, I thought that movie was gonna. I was not excited for it. I didn't really have expectations. Let's let's be honest. I didn't have any expectations for any of these five movies, especially Our Souls at Night, because I had no idea what it was. I just knew it was Robert I, Redford I, and Jane Fonda. I have Fonda. no idea what it is. So it's Robert, it's Robert Redford and Jane Fonda, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful movie. Um. But no expect expectations going into these movies. The only one, uh, the only two I was really excited to go see were Gemini Man and Maleficent. <clears throat> Everything else I was like, oh, whatever. So Jexy, I initially thought it was just going to be a parody of her. And it was going to be stupid and like really forced. But no, there's like an actual legit story going on and it speaks volumes to society as a whole today and like how much our phones kind of dominate society um which so, one had a better take on society jexy or joker uh jexy jexy has a better take uh, on society. Jexy. Yeah. joker is just bad anyway we're gonna get to it yeah, <laughs> um no nah. I've like I really don't have anything to say about Joker. That's Neither do I. I've got like one thing to say about Joker. We can get... <laughs> but yeah, but Jexy was just I was so pleasantly surprised to be wrong about a movie. <laughs> like it it is one that I think everybody should go see, but nobody is going to because the trailer paints it in this picture that is just this is a terrible looking movie. And not not enough people <clears throat> are really going to the theaters anymore to, like, just give things a try. It's definitely, it's a movie that people will catch on, like, Netflix if it comes to Netflix or, um, you know, HBO or anything like that. It will be a, oh, this is on Why Not movie, which is kind of sad. It. And I hope that when people do watch it, they'll realize, oh, shit, this is actually a really good movie. It's so much more than what the trailer presented it as. But it's not getting the same, like, recognition as, say, Joker is getting. Um, or, you know, other other movies that probably don't deserve the amount of discussion that is happening. And j- equally to that is Gemini Man. 
and Gemini Man is con- is being considered a huge flop, a huge bomb, and that disappoints uh, me. Critically, no- critically, it's being like critically, shot down. Yes, but I don't think I have to see the actual money involved because I don't. I mean, it's. I think it's still doing. I don't. I mean, it depends on how much money they put into it. Is the problem? Yeah, that's the thing. So because it I think it's shot- doing fine, but. It was also expensive as hell to make. Last I heard, it is not making the money it, it, that it spent. Because you have to remember, Ang Lee um, filmed that in 4K, you know, 4K 3D high frame rate of 120 frames per second. Like, it was an expensive movie to make. It also took years and years to make. And and I was looking at the IMDb, and I think if I'm remembering correctly. It was like a project that had got brought up to Disney in like the 90s. So this is a very like painstakingly this was a long process to get this movie made. And I just the amount of money that went into it I don't think it's getting back. Yeah. But it's but what upsets me, it's not even that. Like I don't I, and I've said this before, I don't really pay attention to the money. I don't I, I, I just don't. I probably should, but I just I just don't. Oh, I mean, the um, only reason to pay attention to it is for things like it determines how much marketing and push up it gets, or like how much what the discussion yeah. ends up being around it. Yeah. yeah. But the thing about like critics just being so down on it, it's it's this thing that I always talk about of like they are looking at that movie, they're watching that trailer, they're seeing that movie, and they're just like, this is a movie about a clone. This is stupid, you know? And then it's like you have Joker where it's like, oh, this is a gritty, like, it's going to really talk about, um, you know, mental illness and all of that. And it's gritty and it's and it's dark and it's deep and it's, it's showing that it's a masterpiece and it's all that. And it's like, okay, but what makes one better than the other? It's, it's just this, it's a scenario that I hate because <laughs> I don't, and people keep asking me, they're like, do you think Joaquin Phoenix is going to make get the Oscar? And it's like, I am so bad at determining that or thinking I mean, about that world. The, the, because... the short answer to that is I don't care if he does because, well, yeah, he probably will at least get nominated. But quite frankly, it doesn't matter. But, the thing, <laughs> but that's the thing is that there have been – okay. I don't, I don't even know. Like, he played, he played the Joker. Played the Joker. Played the Joker really well. But everybody, in my opinion, who has played the Joker, who I have seen play the Joker, is able to nail the character. Because you can do whatever you want with that character as long as you maintain that grittiness, that, cr- that well, craziness. The, you know, as long as you portray that psychotic murderer who is just loving life. You know, and like laughs at the tragedy that is life. As long as you're able to do that, you're good. You got the Joker. And I didn't know. I don't know how I didn't know this, but I didn't know that Heath Ledger won an Oscar. You didn't get that? No. You never heard about that? I, never, I don't think I ever heard. Yeah, of that. Michelle Williams uh, accepted it for him. Yeah, because, obviously. I, maybe but... I just didn't like think of it maybe i didn't 2008 maybe you weren't paying attention to oscars at that point probably not like i really i didn't really pay attention to oscars until i was in college and now i'm just like i don't care like okay you won an oscar 
that's cool <clears throat> it means something but i've gotten to this point where it's like and it's and it's with joker specifically right now where it's like i have seen better movies better acted movies that this year that aren't even going to get touched by oscars and it's like i can't compare them i personally cannot compare movies in the realm of oscars anymore because i see a lot of movies i see a lot of things that could that are incredible and and have these actors who are able to just like completely be in the in the in the character and i forget who they are because in the moment they are that character that happened with joaquin phoenix in some in some aspects but it's like i think i lost him more in her than i did in this like there was a lot of moments where i was like oh yeah that's joaquin phoenix in her like and that movie's awful <laughs> I, I don't i hate i well i don't want to say hate but like i really don't like her but it's but it is like i felt like he more was in that he was less of joaquin <clears throat> phoenix than he, he was, was... Asked to, he was asked to actually act as a character yeah. that is outside of himself as opposed to this movie where someone very clearly went hey joaquin phoenix does weird shit let's have him do weird shit for two and a half hours and then you watch it and go yeah that's joaquin phoenix doing yeah. weird shit for two and like, a half that's... hours <laughs> that's the thing and again it's it's a predetermined character too i will say seeing him as arthur i don't think that has really been done before i could be mistaken well no like, i mean the, the the only other time we got like a real joker origin story is that in is in 1989 when yeah. he's where where he's the gangster before that yeah. and that's that's also good but like the par other part of that is that that's a third of that movie mm. compared to the rest of the movie. And yeah. I think the my biggest problem with Joker is that I spent most of that movie waiting for it to cut to the rest of the movie because it feels like, oh, here's mm. your villain origin story for your movie that you're watching. It, it's just that we stretch that out for two and a half hours and don't have the rest of the movie it belongs to. Yeah, it's just, so, like... it's just like people being like, oh, it's, it's fantastic. I love, and I'm like, that's cool. I'm happy that you loved it, but for me, it was literally just a movie. It was it was just another movie. It was just another superhero story, um, supervillain, I guess, story, origin story. It's interesting and it's very well made. That it, you know, it made me feel for the character, and then it made me. But like, I did not really have any reactions to it. Like, I'm yeah. not. I didn't most... love it. I didn't hate it. It was just a movie. It was a pretty good movie. Every, everything but that I have found. At the end of the day, I'm not. I'm not gonna rush to watch it again. At yeah, the end everything of the... that I've found thoughtful to like think about that movie or find interesting is to just think about it in context of what I already know about Joker. So the yeah. movie itself is not like super interesting yeah. to me unless I sit there and go, well, unless this is happening from this comic and this comic mm -hmm. or this idea or this thing that's brought in, which I know. Is not the case because Todd Phillips basically ran around telling everybody he never touched a comic book in his life. Yeah. So like, okay, so you just, so like, that's why half you of this movie. You just made another origin. Like, right, and half of this movie just feels like, oh, you just went with whatever stories you've heard from cultural osmosis of Joker. Mm. You just slammed those together and then wrote a kind of story around that, and then I you mean, tried to tell people it was deeper than it actually is. Yeah. So I mean, I can totally see 
if like you don't know much about the Joker, if you don't know much about the Batman world, and like, and I'm saying this as a person who really does not know that much, but I know more than someone who like is not even connected to the comic book world at all. But I can totally see how someone outside of th- that world or whatever, outside of comic books, can watch this movie and love it and think it's a masterpiece. I can totally, I can understand that. But it's like, at the same time, there's better origin stories. There's better movies in this thing. And like, say what you will about Suicide Squad, but I would much rather watch Suicide Squad than this. Any time of the week. Like, and and people hated on Jared Leto's Joker and hated on that, but it's a Joker that I find very interesting. To be just fair. Like this in, this he, one's interesting. Here's the thing I'm going to say about that. I mostly just hate Jared Leto. I could care. That's I think fine. his Joker was fine. I think his Joker was fine. I just don't care for Jared That's Leto That's fine. Personally. That is fine. <laughs> that, I get, that's, that's fine. Oh, uh, but you yeah. Can, you can say that. But and people, I, but people were like so hard, like and hated the portrayal of Joker in Suicide Squad, and it's like, it doesn't seem like people understand that Joker can liter- is a character that can literally be whatever the hell the writer wants well, it's, him to be. Like it's a situation where Joker started out. He's in the very first Batman comic, and I don't. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there was not very much thought. I would say there wasn't thought put into Joker, but no one wrote they didn't write the original joker to be who he is now mm. the problem is that much like that man he has grown over the years to start to represent almost a very almost too specific an idea that now when people don't put that idea into it it's like well why aren't you doing this it's like because that's only the last 20 years of the 70 year character the character doesn't need to be the opposite side of the coin to Batman. He became that because he's the longest running Batman villain. That's it. We glommed stuff onto Joker because he's existed as long as Batman. Yeah. Otherwise, <laughs> other, otherwise we wouldn't have the same. There's a reason that people aren't doing Calendar Man and doing deep, gritty versions of Calendar Man. Yeah. But, but they were is... on the same level for a while. Yeah, but it is. It's just this, it's this uh, Joker and to to a degree Harley Harley Quinn too like and I was talking to my mom about that actually last night where she was asking me about Harley Quinn um her like color scheme and cuz someone on Dancing with the Stars was dressed as Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad but a different color scheme they were they were dressed as like pink and purple because I guess licensing or whatever. But, well, and that's what the birds of that's what the birds of prey color scheme is versus the Suicide Squad one that they had before. Is it? I thought like, birds of yes. prey was also pink and blue. I mean, she's got you know, it's all pink and green. Like the the posters and stuff are all like pink and green, and oh. I think she's got like a more pink and green tone to her than yeah. than because she's not wearing the same costume obviously that she was wearing in Suicide Squad. So, no, like, I know. But she's got like more. I should say it's blue. more rainbow. Like pink and blue is definitely yeah. the base, yeah. but then like she's wearing like a bright neon green boa. Yeah, like, true. Yeah. But in on Dancing with the Stars, they were the the I don't even know her name. I don't I don't know what who she is. But she was just in a pink and purple color scheme, and yeah. but very clearly trying to be Harley Quinn. And my mom was like, "Isn't Harley Quinn black and red?" And I'm like, "Yes, but also." There are other Harley Quinns that are different color schemes because much like Joker, Harley Quinn is very malleable and can be whatever. 
Like, and that's well, specifically, kind of why I love Harley Quinn. Right. You're specifically talking about a character who is created for the animated series. She's not yeah. even originally a comic character. Yeah. So she's created for the animated series to be, you know, a abusive ex-girlfriend sidekick to the Joker and then the, then she transfers to the comics and I mean the animated series did this too like they think oh she grows over time it's like oh no she's like her own thing yeah. and like a much better char- character than the Joker oh yeah definitely <laughs> like more just depth because she's got like everything. more depth to her because she yeah. gets to be a character whereas yeah. the Joker has to live in this existence of well uh five minutes from now he's gonna have a completely different personality yeah. which is interesting because you don't know what he's going to do. But also that means you don't need to go that deep on the Joker, guys. No. But, the uh. thing, but, the, but again, Joker was a very interesting movie. I'm not upset I've seen it. It was cool. It, it had really interesting moments. But I'm going to watch Gemini Man again. And I'd rather talk about <laughs> Gemini Man with people. But again, nobody is going to see it because they think it's a joke. Which upsets me on a level because it's like... I just love movies. <laughs> like, I don't pay attention to the critics. I don't pay attention to the money. I just pay attention to, oh, does this look like it's going to make me have, like, is, does this look like I'm going to have fun with it? Does this look like it's going to entertain me for two hours, whatever hours? Yeah, okay, I'm in. Does it have Will Smith? Yeah, okay, I'm in. Uh, does it have Clive Owen? Yeah, okay, I'm in. Like, clones? Yeah, okay, I'm fucking in. Like, I mean, it's because it's a very 90s movie premise, but it's got the money behind it for all of the other yeah. stuff Angley is doing. Mm-hmm. And people have decided that if something's going to have that much money put behind it, it can't just be a 90s action movie. Yeah. It's like, no, it can be, guys. That's the best part of it. I mean, that's kind of like it's it's kind of the Marvel problem. <laughs> Marvel, like, puts so much money behind things. And so, like, they had to they start, you know, in a phase one. All of those movies are just kind of like fun action hero movies into through Avengers and then they're like oh shit people are paying attention now let's put more money into these and make huge grand <laughs> stories out of them so they can't just be fun anymore and then people were like well if Marvel's gonna put 300 million dollars behind a movie and make it like this deep thing with some comedy and all this other stuff then every movie has to do that yeah. it's like but but yeah fast and furious we all love <laughs> the fast and furious movies those are 100 million dollar movies that don't do that like Aside from how deep family is, you're just throwing helicopters at tanks at this yeah. point. Like... <laughs> yeah, no, but I don't know. It just, I, and and the thing, that, the also thing that makes me sad or whatever for Gemini Man is that the fact that only, I think, what, 14 theaters actually had it in the desired, um, well, like, that's a... how Ang Lee had it, how Ang Lee yes. made it, like, in and the that's desired a... viewing. That's not a theater problem. That's an Angley problem, and Angley has hit this before. <laughs> Angley was like, I'm going to do this thing, but no theater is equipped to actually do the thing I want to do. So those 14 theaters just happen to have the money to get the thing he wanted mm. to do. Yeah. but like it, That's an unfortunate yeah. thing where it's like, I want a movie to be out in 100,000 theaters. Yeah. It's like, great, but they can like five of them can afford the like equipment to yeah. play the thing you play. Because we were playing you know, high frame rate, 3D as well but we were probably doing it through the same projectors we always do mm-hmm. that's not that's that's just a situation of just like they're not going to buy a new projector for one movie especially yeah. one that might end up flopping <laughs> yeah because angley had that same problem with um he's had that problem before because he's like he's the one that did the first hulk with eric banna mm-hmm. and like he, you know obviously crouching tiger hidden dragon was huge but the sequel came out on netflix specifically because angley can't get movies out in america very much anymore so like he's still dealing with the fact that he made 
he made Eric Bane as Hulk. Like, that's the real problem when it all comes to it, is that everybody just jokes about, laughs at the fact that he made that. So now when he tries to do other weird shit, people are like, okay, but also you made Hulk, so why are we going to give you this chance yeah, again? But that's also Which is unfortunate. that pisses me off, because it's like, I just, it's just, uh can't movies just be movies? Can't we just watch movies for entertainment? Why do we have to, why do we have to freaking make fun of Ang Lee because he did Hulk? in 2003 right like and um which is a movie that i definitely saw but don't remember and like ang lee as far as i know i've only ever really seen hulk and now gemini man and it's like okay so i don't even have that baggage and i don't think i would even have that baggage going into this i'm sure that like no i, I would have gone to, if i went to movies very often my problem was that i just don't get out to them <laughs> yeah. i would have seen gemini man weeks ago if yeah. i had the chance no i know <laughs> i know you would but it's just yeah it's just i don't know it makes me sad that, like, and also that critics are hating on it, because it's, it's a really good movie. It's so freaking fun. And the CGI work on young Will Smith is incredible. Yeah, at times it's a little wonky, but it it's not gonna be perfect. It's a movie. Like, it's just there to give you the, to let you have that imagination and let you be like, yeah, okay, I believe that that is a young Will Smith. I believe that Chloe, like, that yeah okay we're we're done here that's that's will smith i'm okay with it and it's also and i can't remember her name something elizabeth um mary uh not mary elizabeth winstead is it mary elizabeth yes. winstead? yeah yeah she's in also in birds of prey yeah. and a bunch of other stuff <laughs> scott in that, pilgrim she's in scott pilgrim she's in, she's the bad guy in sky high which is well, the bad person in sky high uh she's evil in sky high which that was my introduction to her as a kid and i've loved her ever since and it's just yeah i oh it's just such a good movie and the high frame rate thing was incredible i have never seen a movie with the exception maybe of oceans 8 and laser projection i've never seen a movie i've never watched a movie and felt holy shit i'm inside of this movie and holy shit, well, everything in front of me is like I could touch it and is real. Like there was so much depth to every single scene. And it it was the combination of the 3D and the high frame rate. There was a moment where a plane came into the frame and like freaked Devin and I out because it felt like it was there. It felt like a plane just literally came and it looked so like like, I was looking at it in front of me, not on a screen. That's the best way I can yeah. describe and it. I think, and I think here's the, and <laughs> I think that's so the other, real. the other thing going against Gemini Man in this, and this has more to do with the fact that, like, people didn't go to see it. I don't think that people care as much about the critic side to that. I think it's just the, the critic side, the critic response to it <laughs> compared, uh, paired up with the money means that, like, there's a, that's where that conversation comes from because mm. guess what critics don't like a lot of things that make a ton of money that happens all the time but i think the fact that that you've got the high frame rate thing and uh locked into 3d is um the last time that was tried was the hobbit mm -hmm. and famously the very first of the three hobbit films before they kind of figured out what they were doing well uh, made people sick uh and so yeah. people have 
started like just thinking about the idea of high frame rate in 3D is just a thing they don't want. But much like 3D is a thing that I think most people, if it disappeared tomorrow, most people wouldn't notice. Yeah. I think at this point, people only go to 3D shows because that's the one that was on or they didn't even realize they were buying a 3D ticket yeah. until they were handed the glasses. Whoa. And so like when something is promoted as a 3D film, like, oh, high frame rate in 3D, I think people are like, oh, we don't. We don't definitely. want that, actually. That's, I mean, so I, I, I think definitely that's, agree. And so I think that's the other thing that, that bites into that sort of thing. But I think that, again, only creates the situation where that means it didn't make a ton of money. And so people can take that and pair it with the critic response to slam the movie, even though, like, critics hate a lot of shit. Yeah, it's freaking toxic. Hundreds of millions of dollars. It's, toxic. so. it's, it's toxicity that is just, is, is, is just people get out of your own head about it like make your own opinions maybe try but that's the thing like i hate 3d because i have glasses and it's really awkward to wear 3d glasses over my existing glasses and that's but, admittedly why I haven't seen it yet, because I keep like every the, the couple of chances I've had to see it, I've ended up talking myself out of it, going, yeah. oh, but you know that 3D and your glasses are just not how this works. But honestly, you know you're going to be uncomfortable watching this movie. But honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like it was it. The only thing that was bad about it, the 3D didn't make me sick or anything. The only thing that was bad about it is that I feel like I put my 3D glasses on wrong. Like I did not shape them well. And so, like, I was trying to adjust on the whole movie. But, again, it didn't take away from the movie. It did not take away from the experience. And, again, it go it goes into that category now of this was a 3D movie that I saw that was wildly successful, in my opinion. And it, it's, like, Shark Knight 3D and Fright Night 3D. The, the 2011 Fright Night. Like, 2011? Yeah, 2011. Both of those movies... Saw in 3D because that is how they're advertised. And if you're advertising your movie as 3D, obviously you want me to see it in 3D. So I'm going to try and do that because that's how you're intending it to be seen. And both of them were incredible. Like, the uses of 3D was great and it didn't make me sick. But it's like there are those other movies where it's like, I don't need to see an animated movie in 3D <laughs> because... <laughs> It's already gonna pop. <laughs> I don't need to see an Avengers movie or a Marvel movie in 3D because, because your shaky cam's gonna make me want to throw yeah, up. Yeah, like it's just gonna be sickening. But if your desired outcome is we film this with 3D cameras, we film this with 4D cam for 4K cameras, like this is how it was filmed. It's not just being turned into 3D to get more money. Then I'm gonna go see it. And I'm going to sit through it, and I'm probably going to love it. But yeah, I don't know. Go see Gemini Man. Gemini Man needs to be seen by everybody. <laughs> also, Our Souls at Night was really good. Because it's just about an older couple who, whose who's, uh, spouses have passed away, and they're just trying to find companionship with each other. And Jane Fonda, it opens with Jane Fonda being like, Hey, Robert Redford, will you sleep with me tonight? And he was like, what? And she's like, no, like, literally just sleep in my bed with me because I can't sleep anymore because I have gotten so accustomed to sleeping with someone that my nights are terrible now. And I just want a companion. I just want someone who to could be in that bed with me. And they form a relationship as as <clears throat> as companions, as like a in a romantic way, too. Like, it's 
It's just a beautiful movie, and Young Sheldon is in it. <laughs> Sorry. It's like after all of that, it's like, oh, and also Young Sheldon is there. It's like, whoa, yeah. hold on. Yeah. I assume you mean not as Young Sheldon, but no. in my head, no. he's Young Sheldon yeah. in that movie. I mean, there. I don't want to say too much because I know some people in the house want to see it, but there's some Young Sheldon tendencies in it. Um, but yeah. Also, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, was incredible as well. Another, another one that got like. Not Slammed? like a kind of talk down, yeah. yeah. And again, because sad. again, and again, it it just like the only reason we're talking about that is because it also didn't make a ton of money. But yeah. uh... it's sad. But if you saw the original, if you saw the first Maleficent and you like that, you're gonna love this one. Even if you didn't, you should still watch them because they're pretty incredible movies. Uh, it brings Maleficent into a new light. Like it shows, it it just gives you more if you love that character, which my mom loves that character. And, you know, it's just... I don't know. I still don't think she did enough for Kingdom Hearts. Is Sora in this movie? That's what I need to know. No. Maybe. Damn. It does Haley Joel Osment pop up. Maybe. Um, no, but it's cool. It gives this really nice... And people would be like, why do we need backstories from Maleficent? It's just... Because it's fun? I don't know. Why do we need a hundred Marvel movies? They're fun. Just fun for the imagination. Movies can be fun, guys. <laughs> Movies don't have to be serious all the time. They could just be stupid fun. That's my PSA for today. Go see Maleficent. Go see Gemini Man. Go see all the movies I have mentioned. Yeah, Joker. But, you know. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because most of what happens in the Joker doesn't really happen. So it doesn't matter. So Shut up. Because it that's does. My whole, no, that's my whole. That's my whole theory <laughs> oh about that movie God. and the whole ending of that movie is that that is that he's bullshit most of that story. So it doesn't matter. He's a shitty Kaiser Sose. That's why that movie is so not. bad. But it, it is. But it's no. Not. But no. I mean, Zach, it's not. Everything <laughs> happens in that movie. Eh. <gasps> I think that I think that Murray gets shot because he's obviously been arrested for that. I don't think he's carried out like Christ out of a fucking cop car. So, no, I don't think 90% of that movie happened. Or at least not the way that he says it did. Maybe it did happen, but I don't think it happened the way he said it did. Well, that is your interpretation. So. And the beautiful thing about the world is that you can have your own opinion, but I do not about, agree. It's the beautiful at thing all. about takers. Um, I don't agree with you because the movie establishes that if something is not real, it will show us and tell us it's not well, real. Well, right. It'll tell you, tell you because he told his therapist, oh, but then I realized that wasn't real. No, <laughs> so, no, no, no. Because no. he's telling the therapist what she wants to hear, which is also why you get lame lines like he's just sitting there spouting the exact theme of the movie at people. Anyway. No. Oh, Zach. <laughs> no. So, no. So much. <laughs> now I'm just doing this to bug you. I mean, not doing it to bug you. It is that I believe, but also I'm doing it to bug you. We we are at an impasse. This is uh, and a disagreement. on that impasse. <laughs> and on that impasse, we should wrap up for this week. Yes, we should. Um, this has been the 75th episode of. Woo! <laughs> really? Junior. Yep. Holy crap! Um, you can find us on Spotify and podcast apps and Apple. Uh, podcasts or whatever if you search say report junior that's say report jr you can find us on youtube and twitter if you search say report junior uh you can find us individually on uh 
Twitter. I also YouTube. There you uh, go. I am at Zerwiski. Say your name again. I was talking over at, you. At Zerwiski. Say it one more time. At. Oh, it's just that I'm going to start getting worse and worse as I say it. Zerwiski. <laughs> and I am at Dale's Brain. Joker Let's... happened. Let's go oh, get ice God. cream. Take it away, Liz. Thank you for listening to The Say Report with your hosts, Dale Decker and Zach Sarawick. Please follow the guys on Twitter and Facebook by searching for The Say Report. And you can always subscribe on your podcast channel so this is delivered straight to you and you can enjoy it every week. With apologies to your mother, we'll see you next time.